welcome to The Carlina Show, where ordinary people share their hero's journey. I'm your host, Carlina Angwin, and this is episode 26 of the podcast. Today on the show, we have Tiffiani Portasio. Tiffiani is leaving the United States soon and moving to Paraguay, where she will serve as a Peace Corps volunteer over the next two years. This topic is special to me because nearly 18 years ago, I found myself at this stage in the Peace Corps journey, about to cross the threshold from my ordinary world to a world that was unfamiliar to me. Tiffiani reached out to me a year ago when she was on the fence. Should she apply to the Peace Corps or not? I invited her on the podcast recently to talk about the past year and to elaborate on her hopes, dreams, and fears of making a two-year commitment abroad. You can visit the Carlina Show website at carlina.net to find past episodes, connect on social media, and sign up for the mailing list. Special thanks to everyone who has left a review on iTunes and subscribed on YouTube. Your reviews help others find the show. Thank you, Stephen Lorca, for video editing and production. And now I bring you Tiffiani Portasio. Because I called you because I was like on the fence. I was like, okay, should I do this? Should I not? Like, let me talk to people who have done this before. Yeah. And then it was you along with other Return Peace Corps volunteers that I spoke to um, that really convinced me to, to go for it. And what was so. your hesitation back then? Do you remember? Well, it was just like, should I go to grad school or should I do Peace Corps? That was like my, my two options at the time. I was working full time, you know, I was, I was adulting. I was adulting pretty hard. I had graduated uh, back in 2016. I was working for a clinic full time. And um, I just kind of came into this crossroads in my life where I was like, if I don't change my life now, I feel like I'm going to be stuck in this rut. I kind of felt like I was falling into this, this whole nine to five and, you know, oh, I'm making good money, but should I go to grad school? Should I, you know, change up my life? And, um, and then the Peace Corps was always gnawing at the back of my head. So then at that point in time, I was like, okay, I think it's time for, for a change, like a total 180. Right, right. What was so, appealing yeah. to you about the Peace Corps back then? Uh, back then, I think the fact that you're fully immersed in a community. I mean, I, I've always volunteered in my life, but it always felt like, you know, you go volunteer for a community, then you kind of come back to your comfort bubble. You go back home, you, you know, you go back to your friends, to, to your normal life. But I think with Peace Corps, you're, you're fully immersed. Even when you're not working, you're still technically working, right? You're working on your language skills. You're working on making connections, on, you know, totally working to empower community mm-hmm. 24-7. Yeah. So I feel like that challenge, the challenge was the most appealing aspect to me. Right. Yeah. Right. So tell me a little bit about you or about your background. Are you, yeah, just what, where, where is home about for me? you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... I'm Tiffiani. I don't know if I'm supposed to introduce myself. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm Tiffiani Portasio, and I am from Miami. Um, I was born in Chicago, but then moved on to Miami at the age of 10. So that has been home, and, and I left Miami to go to Tampa, to USF for undergrad, and then came back to Miami for, for several years, and now I find myself in Chattanooga. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Miami's home, um, and my family's originally from Colombia, so they, they migrated here. And uh, now my parents have moved back to their country, so 
I, I was kind of left in Miami on, on my own for a while until I moved up here to Chattanooga to um, move in with my sister mm-hmm. for a while before joining the Peace Corps and, and wanted to save money and all. Um, so, so home now is, is Colombia, I guess, where my family is at. <laughs> but Miami will always have a, a piece of, of my heart. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we spoke about, yeah, it was about a year ago. I remember that call. And yeah. Um, wow. Time has flown. It has. It okay. has. And so now when are you leaving? <gasps> I'm leaving in two weeks, less than two weeks. April 1st will be the day that, that we're shipped out. <laughs> okay. So yeah. you still have a couple weeks left. So I still have a couple weeks. So I'm actually going to Miami this week to visit family and friends. My parents and I were all meeting there. Um, and it just so happens that our staging event is in Miami. So it worked out perfectly. Um, so yeah, I still have like a week and a couple of days. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we, and you mentioned on the phone or on, uh, I guess it was a text message that, mm-hmm. that you were, you're packing and, and I'll, could, could you tell me a couple of things that you're bringing from home? Just to uh-huh. really, just to remind you of home, I guess. To mm-hmm. remind me of home. I have a lot of pictures. I have a lot of, uh, Polaroids from like back in the nineties. Um, with my family, um, I also have a lot of drawings and stuff from high school. So a lot of trinkets that I've kind of gathered throughout the years and throughout all my travels, a lot of postcards and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and talking to other volunteers that are currently there um, in, in Paraguay are saying to bring, you know, copies of family pictures to share with your host families. So, so I have a bunch of pictures that I'm taking with me. Mm-hmm. Especially since, you know, I, I kind of do photography on the side. I, I really do value the, the meaning of, of pictures and caring and capturing moments of your life that are very special. Mm-hmm. So that that's the most important, you know, mm-hmm. kind of trinket that I'm taking. Uh, besides that, um, packing for two years is, is probably one of the most difficult feats that I've done lately. Mm-hmm. Just cleansing and taking out things like, is it worth keeping this? Is it not? Mm-hmm. Um so so yeah I don't I don't know how how did you do it how did I do <laughs> right. it oh gosh um well yeah I don't want to make this about me but I was in the same I, place <laughs> as you about 17 years ago now mm-hmm. it's 2000 yeah 2001 or September mm-hmm. 2001 that I left mm-hmm. and um I think I I brought a lot of stuff that I probably shouldn't have. I brought like shampoo and conditioner because I thought, well, yeah, you know, I didn't sure. realize that they actually had shampoo and conditioner in Panama. So I could have, you know, saved some weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I remember the right before I was getting ready to leave, my mom um, just like brought all these little angels that she had made and ornaments. And she oh. like, she like tried to stuff every crevice of my suitcase <laughs> so that I could have little memories of her. Oh, so you can give so them out. <laughs> So, so, oh. but, um, so tell me what are, mm-hmm. what are some of your, what are, what are some of your fears? Ooh, that's a good question. So the, the normal fears, I, I guess, of, uh, acclimating to something new, although, you know, the country that I'm going to is Latin American and, you know, I do come from the Latin American background and I've traveled a lot in Latin America, so I'm familiar to the lifestyle, but actually, you know, living in it and going from the fast paced life that we have here in the U S to a more, I guess, laid back lifestyle mm-hmm. um you know I'm always on the go and I think taking a step back you know it, it'll probably be difficult for me knowing my personality but it will be a good balance um learning a new language I need to learn an indigenous language that they speak in in Paraguay it's called Guarani and improving my Spanish I know my Spanish right now isn't all the best 
So really going through intensive training the first three months and, and honing those skills is probably the most apprehensive. Uh, but besides that, I was actually talking to my sister about it the other day. I'm scared of what I'll miss out here, you know, like family events or uh, friends or if people are going to get married or if people are having children, you know, you won't be there for those very special moments in people's lives. But all the people that I care for really understand that this is something that I've been wanting to pursue for a while. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they'll understand. I think I'm just tripping myself out and overthinking, like, okay, what's going to happen in two years? That's a long time. Mm -hmm. But really, two years is kind of a blink of an eye, mm -hmm. you know, especially for experiences like this. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of fearful what I'll miss out. But I think my excitement and, and my goals and aspirations totally outweigh those fears that I have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so yeah. 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 And, and where do you, where do you see yourself in, in two years? So what would you like mm. to say to the, to the you two years from now? Oh my now? God. This is, <laughs> this is tripping me out. <laughs> A letter to my future self. Um, I think in two years I'd see myself, the, the idea now is to come back and probably apply for grad school and use this experience that, that I gathered to, to really narrow down a track of what is it that I want as a career. Um, probably apply for the Coverdale Fellowship that's provided by the Peace Corps uh, for certain universities or partner universities and uh, promote the Peace Corps mission. Um, maybe if I like it so much, I'd, I'd probably love to extend it for another year. I know that's an option. Um, study abroad or go to grad school abroad or continue mm -hmm. a career abroad. I've been really looking into PAHO, the Pan American Health Organization, or the United Nations. So, so continue on into like an international track and, mm -hmm. and pursue, you know, in the public field, in the public health field. Mm -hmm. um, but who knows? I mean, the future is not concrete right now. So I could stay longer. I could come back and stay in the States. Um, but I know I, I will come back a a different person mm -hmm. and probably with a better sense of what I want to do in my life. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Have you found that most people have been supportive? Very. Is there anyone that, or is, have you experienced a situation where someone wasn't supportive? <laughs> um, I think the people that know me the best know that this is, this is me, right? They're like, oh, of course you're going to do this. This is, this is Otifiani, you know, you're going to, you're going to go out there and challenge yourself. And, um, my close family and friends have been very, very supportive. Um, my parents as well, although they they tend to be a little bit apprehensive as, as parents can be for their safety of their kids and, you know, we're not going to see you in, you know, a couple of months or years or, you know, whenever I decide to, to visit them. Mm -hmm. um, but besides that, maybe people that um, I just meet and I let them know, you know, what's going on, I'm leaving in a couple of months, they're like, oh, wow, aren't you scared or, you know oh, South America, isn't that dangerous? You know, so maybe people that don't really know me, I might get more friction. But besides that, everyone that's very close to me is very supportive. Mm -hmm. So I'm very mm -hmm. grateful for that. I think it'd be really difficult maybe dealing with friends and family that wouldn't be supportive, that might dissuade you from even pursuing Peace Corps. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very glad that I'm in the positive end of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you said that you are part of a like a Facebook group with oh yeah I was telling you earlier yes so current volunteers and and current um, invitees we're all um in this group right now on Facebook um, and it's been very supportive I mean all the questions that we have and all of our fears and anxieties we all kind of so share it me, there give me an example of some of the fears and anxieties that maybe other people have shared 
um, I've seen people, well, a lot of the language, right, they, they come up and, and they start saying, well, you know, my, my Spanish is very basic, you know, and we we need to get on top of it. So we kind of give each other, like, resources. Someone posted the other day links to um, these forms or these documents that were used by previous Peace Corps volunteers in Paraguay that um, are all, like, Guarani vocabulary or translation. So that has been super, super helpful. Um, as well as packing. People are like, what do I take? What should I not take? Um, and previous volunteers posted links to a PDF with like a list of um, stores that give discounts to Peace Corps volunteers. And um, if you want to buy like hammocks or first aid kits or, you know, whatever you could think of there, it tells you by category and by which store gives you the discounts and stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's very supportive. And that's what I love about Peace Corps. One of the many things is that, you know, return Peace Corps volunteers are the ones that are still there. Everyone's very supportive of each other. And like you, you know, that it's been a while, you, you still seem like you, you love and support it and want to help those that are pursuing that, that path like myself. Yeah. So it's, it's great to see, you know, the, the different, I guess, stages of, of Peace Corps and how it affects you after, right? There's so sure many does. years. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, so, so what else, what else did you want to, what, what else is on your mind? What else is on my mind? <laughs> There's so many things on my mind. It's crazy. Um, I mean, it's, it's incredible just to see how, um, you know, a year ago we were talking about it and I was like so unsure and now I'm like, this is, this is what I have to do. I don't know why I was thinking it so much. Um, but really, right now, I'm thinking more so of the documentation, the progress, thinking of these specific side projects that I'd want to do. and Like what? Um, I was thinking maybe doing a side project with, or concentrating with empowering females and building, or skill building and financial literacy, or microloans, and maybe, you know, create something on the side that could be sustainable, like a program to bring in professionals and, and teach people about skills that they could use in the future and and really empower females specifically um, I was also thinking of you know maybe starting some yoga classes or fitness classes so in general promoting healthy living so so I've been thinking of ideas on the side but um, right now I think I just have to go in with an open mind and really hone down on the language skills. And then from there, think about, okay, so what projects do I want to do? You know, first learn how to communicate and then go on with the projects. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, good, Thinking good. about all of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it would be interesting to have you back on if you come back and visit. Yes, um, definitely. During your service mm -hmm. and then also at the end of your service. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we can kind of reflect on, on these two years. So Yes, I know. That will be super exciting. And like I said, I mean, you could contact me via Skype and we could do maybe something while I'm over there. Oh, I like that. Like post, you know, training and while I'm like in my community and, you know, it'll be it'll be great to really document all of this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. Well, is there anything else you wanted to share? I know right now, um, like before we meet for staging, we have this like online learning portal thing where we go and watch videos of the staff that's in Paraguay. And 
um, what to expect and, you know, current volunteers and their, you know, pimped out homes and what they do. It's, it's like super cute and, and it's, it's very um, uh, engaging. So uh-huh. you can kind of see what's happening and what to expect. And I thought it was really interesting this one point that they bring up about redefining our definition of success. Because a lot of times you go in thinking like, I'm going to implement this program and I'm going to do all these things. And it's like a lot of times it's more about the process. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the, that is the product, the process of, you know, learning the language and going in and, and making those connections and maybe creating several events and stuff. And, you know, sometimes you, you think you're going to go in doing one thing and you might come out, you know, with a different plan or a different product at the end. Mm-hmm. So not being bummed that a certain project that you wanted to do didn't go through. But, you know, maybe success was the fact that you were able to implement you know several events or that you were able to make great connections with community leaders mm-hmm. um or having that that you know one-on-one contact with with somebody or making a lot of friends or i, I guess it just depends on, on how you redefine success mm-hmm. and not being that difficult on yourself because regardless the journey is going to be difficult and um you can't expect everything to work out because I'm sure you have to expect the unexpected mm-hmm. while yeah. you're in service yeah so it was it was really nice that they kind of tell you from the beginning like it's going to be hard you know and, and don't expect everything to go you know smoothly mm-hmm. so so yeah just um kind of coming to grips with that and try not to be like so type a because mm-hmm. I tried to micromanage everything I'm like no I need to you know kind of let things flow <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do they tell you about uh, anything about staging or training or anything that you can expect? Well, for staging in, in Miami, they, they kind of do give you like a brief rundown on what's going to happen. And then you for know, the first can you give me like an example. Um, I have to go back to emails. And oh, see. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> but um, I know we're going to check in and then, you know, introductions and break the ice. I mean, it's going to be I think two groups meeting in Miami will be my group of the community health leaders and then the other group is community economic development, something like that. Uh-huh. So these two cohorts are coming together. Um, and then once we get to Paraguay, then there, I think the intense, I think the first week is like interviews to see which host families you would, you know, mesh well with and, and see where they could put you. Then language training, I think like five hours a day, something like that. Then doing tours of, of the area and where most likely you'll you'll be stationed. Um, I think that that's briefly how it would be, but um, I, I forgot the specifics right now. And you're a community yeah. health? Community health volunteer. So what, what would that mean? So that would entail working with um, community clinics or health posts and work I think specifically the one that I applied for was for working with youth specifically um, to teach them about sexual health and, and STD and STI um, education um, and teaching them about healthy living. Um, so a lot of people end up working at organizations, let's say, to promote maternal and child health or to educate people about chronic diseases. So it just depends on the needs of that specific community. Mm-hmm. So right now, I don't know which community I'll be in. So once I'm there and, and I'm you know, acclimating and getting to see their, their needs, 
then from there, I guess it'll be decided what niche I'll I'll be in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. right. so it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Scary but exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for uh, maybe mid-service uh, catch-up and then post-service catch-up. I, I think it'll be super interesting to, to mesh all three of them and see, mm-hmm. you know, the, the progress. Yeah. And thank you for having me on your podcast and, and thinking of me and, and how our, you know, our Peace Corps experiences kind of, you know, linked us up together. So this is really interesting. Yeah. I'm very excited and yeah. look forward to seeing all this. Yeah, and it's it's been fun to to get to know you and, and mm-hmm. to see the go walk through this journey with you, even though we only see we only see each other like every four months or so. I but. know, <laughs> I but like I feel like when we catch up, it's 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 uh, fruitful. Yes. So yeah, it's definitely fruitful. Full yeah. of fruit. Yes, full of fruit. Full of fruit. <laughs> it's that fruit season. <laughs>